0: Travel back in time to the 80s, reliving the advice.
1: Carpe diem.
0: Seize the day. The comebacks.
1: Why don't you take a picture? It'll last longer. Uh
2: And the technology.
1: Are you telling me you built a time machine out of a DeLorean?
2: Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s.
1: Can you say stuck in the 80s?
0: Okay, what have we got here? Uh, uh. Hey, Doc. It's my friend here. He's a little sick. That's why I brought him here straight to the emergency room.
2: A little sick? He smells like he fell into a distillery. Uh, and what's this stuck in his hair? Is that a Funyun? Oh, so delicious.
0: Well, probably.
2: Cut the crap. If you want your friend to live, you'll tell me everything.
0: <sighs> okay, well... We were watching Halloween on DVD and recording a podcast, and he drank one, uh, probably three bottles of Crown Royal, and I'm pretty sure he had four, nah, make that five dozen Little Smokies.
2: Ugh, oh, so salty. Jesus, are you kidding me? <laughs> Quick, nurse, pump a stomach now, and I need 300 cc's of Ringer's Lactate stat. I just hope
0: we're
1: not too late. Let me take his pulse one more time.
0: Mmm. Uh, Doc, are you sure you're supposed to be taking it, you know, down there?
3: I'm afraid it's too late for your friend.
0: No. No. I won't give up on you, Sean. I will not give up. You gotta live, damn it. I've got one more idea.
2: It's amazing.
0: Mm.
2: He's regaining consciousness.
0: God bless you, Kenny Loggins. Mm.
2: Wait a minute. I think he's trying to say something.
0: What is it, buddy? Hey, everybody.
2: We're all gonna get
3: laid. He's fine.
0: Hey, hey, welcome to Stuck in the 80s. It's your host, Steve Spears. With tampabay.com dot com, and with me as always, although it wasn't a sure thing this week, my co-host Sean Daly. Are you all right, Sean?
2: All right. Reports of my demise have been greatly exaggerated. First of all, I didn't have that much to drink during the Halloween podcast, and I think I have like an inner ear thing going on. <laughs> I do. I got. I get when I swallow. I can hear popping noises. Vertigo.
0: You have vertigo. I got the vertigo. Everyone's got the vertigo. I got
2: the go. Janet Jackson. Jenna Jackson. Meatloaf.
0: Sean Daly. Sean Daly. <sighs> well, I'm back, baby. Yeah. Just in time, by the way, for this week's show: the top movie songs of the
2: 1980s. Huge. I had nothing to do with this list. Yeah, I know. And I'm here <laughs> to mock and ridicule.
0: Yeah. So here's how it goes. Uh, this week in the blog, Stuck in the 80s blog. We did the, I did the top 80 movie songs of the 80s. So these are songs that are supposed to, when you hear them, immediately remind you of the movie in which it appears.
2: That's the only uh, – no instrumentals. No instrumentals. Okay. Uh,
0: cover songs were sort of, you know, lose points. You don't get any extra points if the name of the song is the, also the name of the movie. In fact, if anything, you lose points.
2: Um, Let me clarify – Basically, this list was created by you pulling songs out of your giant ass, right? Hey, it was... Did anybody uh, help you
0: with this? All the readers of Stuck in the 80s Nation. We had more suggestions, There's a brain trust for you. Oh, nice. (laughs) SDaily at sptimes.com. We had more suggestions and more nominations for this list than any list that we've ever compiled, so I feel pretty good about it. But uh, there were some, some controversies. How in the hell conditions. is
2: Holiday Road by Lindsey Buckingham number 63? That's ludicrous. Where would you put it? 11. 11. <laughs> All right, let's get it started. You ready? Let's get it. Arthur's theme, 48. Once in your life,
0: Great movie. That song, awesome. uh, come on. The song. I was doing
2: an Arthur impression last week. I was sober, I wasn't drunk.
0: I, just a hedge. It was just an act.
2: It's a shtick. It's a
0: crutch, really.
2: <laughs> that was terrible. And you know what? God bless stuck in the eighties listeners for being so understanding.
0: You know, half of them I mean, I haven't even listened to the whole podcast yet. It's two and a half hours long, or it's two Uh-oh. hours long, right? Oh, uh, I
2: skipped ahead. I haven't listened to it yet. I, I I just can't. And despite the fact that you and Stephanie Hayes are telling me to listen to it, I did skip ahead. Like to the towards the end, and I and I, I heard myself say, "Shayashashashayray,
3: <laughs> <laughs> <Lonnie. laughs> Lonnie. Did Lonnie.
0: you hear? Did you skip ahead to the part where you hear me and Stephanie like
2: drinking Slurpees? Yes. I did I will kill you.
0: Vegas girlfriend was not happy. Really about the Slurpee uh, incident.
2: Yeah. I wouldn't be happy with that. No. But in a sober state, I'm just gonna like, you know, let it go. move on. I'm gonna let, let it go. go. Let's commence. Okay, here we with go. With this week's festivities. Dun, dun, dun. Here we go. Top movie songs
0: of the 1980s. Number 10. I'll stop the world and melt the i stop the world. I've seen some changes, but it's getting better all the
3: time.
0: Is there anything better than modern
2: English? I love the break at the end. That. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, yeah, it's good.
0: When it was remade, uh, they came in and they remade it again in the late 80s, and they, they totally screwed oh, it I up. Th-
2: yeah, they screwed up the, the, the thing at the end, the, the quote-unquote and, solo. And, and, the, and the
0: lyrics become like the, the way he sings
2: it.
0: Oh,
2: makes me laugh.
0: Every time. Harder than Spearzy's Java time. impression.
2: Sorry, yeah. go ahead.
0: Uh, the great thing Oh, then the other
2: you know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I can't right.
0: do it My voice is screwed up today
2: The uh, with you from Valley Girl Here's a fun little bit of Sean Daly trivia Never seen Valley Girl
3: Are you simply going to freak out and die?
0: You going to come over to my, the Spears
2: layer one time and watch with me?
1: You'll see things that you've only read about in books
3: Oh, I'm sure
2: Honestly, I don't really give a shit whether I see it or not. Are you kidding me? It's sacred to me. I know it is. You know what? I'll come over and I'll watch it with you. Why don't we do a friggin' you know uh, do? commentary you know for I'll, that? You know what?
0: I, we could do that. You know what I'll throw your way? The barbecue cocktail meatballs if you come over. And they won't even be made out of mushrooms. I can't this time. have
2: any more of your, your saucy snacks. <laughs> really? So salty. <laughs> Those little smokies. Oh,
0: uh, I love this song. It's my this, this song might be one of the most overplayed songs of the 80s, but still when it comes on, if you're one of the if you're anybody but Sean Daly, you immediately, immediately associate it with Valley Girl.
2: God, I see about 50 songs on 9 to 5, Dolly Parton at 74? What are you smoking in the shower? Dude, every song in this just on the 80s. once. Just once at 45. Stop it. Focus. Alright, give me number nine.
3: Number nine!
0: Kenny Loggins, Danger Zone.
2: Yes, now we're cooking with gas. <laughs> gas, what? It's impossible to hear this, this classic from 1986 and not think of Maverick and Goose. Defense Department regrets to inform you that your sons are dead because they were stupid. Now, you've seen Top Gun, I
0: presume.
2: <laughs> F you. Yes, I've seen Top Gun. And yes, I've masturbated <laughs> to the volleyball scene. <laughs> oh, wait. Sorry. <laughs> The mic show. is on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just, you know, that blue light outside the door. That should have been a dead giveaway. Oh, man. This oh, is
2: insane. Man. I don't know. Okay, here's, here's my question. You okay. know, I've talked to Kenny Loggins before, I've interviewed him.
0: Yeah, so have I. Oh, I believe we were there bitch. at the same time. He sang to us.
2: He did. What did he sing? Oh, Nobody's Fool? Yeah. I'm huh. going all the way. Wait, where's that? Where's on, that on here? It's on there. Is it really? Yeah. What number? I don't know. Stop Come looking at
0: the list. Focus. Focus. Uh, Okay, now, here's the question. I think there's four songs from uh, Top Gun that are on the list.
2: Four from Top Gun? Is that the most of any movie? No.
0: The most of any movie is Footloose. Footloose? But Kenny Loggins does appear the most number of times on the list. He's on here five times.
2: Footloose? Footloose. I'm Free, Almost Paradise, Oh, Let's Hear It for the Boy, and um, Footloose, right? Yeah. Which might be coming up.
0: It might be. But uh, Top Gun. We've never done a podcast about Top Gun except for that like Red Scare one. I bought the movie just so we could do a we podcast. We do a
2: podcast on Red Scare movies? Yeah, we
0: did. You're semi here that episode. I blanked out on that one. Yeah, thank God Jeff in Cuba was here.
2: Thank God for Jeff and Cuba. Yeah,
0: there we go. Obligatory Jeff in Cuba comment. Let's move along.
3: Number eight. <laughs>
2: It's impossible to think about Purple Rain without thinking about Apollonia's Boobies. Yeah. If we start a band, let's start a band and just call it Apollonia's Boobies. Think anybody would show up?
0: I think a lot of I would show up and, <laughs> and I'd have to.
2: The shirts would be awesome. Is that
0: your favorite scene from Purple Rain?
2: The Lake Minnetonka. Yeah. Yeah, and then he takes her back to the bedroom, right? Yeah. And it's like right. i it's pretty my, good.
0: I'm going to say uh, it's better than Darling Nikki or Computer Blue. this that scene. Better than Jungle Love with Morris Day. God,
2: where the hell is Jungle Love?
0: It's in the top 20.
2: Oh, man. What, I, I don't know. Jungle Love is top 10.
0: The whole top 20 is excellent. That's true. I mean, but still. If ugh. you could find Were people songs, really
2: pissed off about placement, or, or were, were they generally uh, agreeable?
0: You know, I mean, when it got – people quibbled. But, I mean, everyone, I don't, the only time people were kind of mad – I had one woman email and say, "No big chill."
2: Big chill. That, all that shit's from the '60s. Yeah,
0: there's no original songs f- from the '80s on it. So, right. And uh, then some people complain about no blues brothers.
2: In all honesty, you know who Apollonia looks like.
0: <laughs> I knew you're focused on the boobs. What?
2: Chrissy Pragakis. I swear, I swear. Who Kristen the hell is, Chris, who is this? She was like one of my first crushes. She just sent me an email because she read my blog. We went to Abbott Middle School together in Westford, Massachusetts. She just found me uh, uh, through my wacky blog musings, and I, my first big crush. Almost, she was the first one to almost usher me into manhood. You know, before the Nellie Diffenbaugh ushering, the actual <laughs> ushering. But Chrissy Pergakis and Apollonia look a lot. Dark hair, big eyes, nice body. Yeah. If you, <laughs> what are you looking at me like that for? I, I'm constantly amazed by She was by the names. so hot. Chrissy,
0: the names of the people. Chrissy
2: Pergakis and her her sidekick was Wendy Smarrigan.
0: <laughs> You're making stuff and up. And they
2: were like kind of, I mean, no offense to them, but they were like, they were wise beyond their years. And they were kind of bad girls. And yet... Julie Rothera, she represented the woman in white. She was like, you know, she was angelic. She was the woman my mom wanted me to be with. You know, she was a good girl.
0: When you were 12 years old. My whole
2: life, it's a battle between good and evil, Steve. Just like Purple Rain. It's not a battle. I'm bringing it back. Take it. Thank God. If anyone knows Chrissy Pragakis, tell her, thanks for the email. It was great. I'd love to see her again.
0: You need to get a, a photo of her.
2: Yes, and how
0: come when Just you a
2: photo of Apollonia? When
0: you ask for photos, you get them. When I ask for photos, I get letters. I get responses oh, back you saying you're creepy. I'm gonna
2: march into that control room and slap your face, <laughs> dude. You get like home movies of like nakedness and produce. I don't even know what's going on in, in your movies and pictures. I get nothing. <sighs> they send me a restraining order before they send me anything else. Jeez. I'm furious.
0: You're wound up tight today.
2: I am. Well, I'm not wound up tight at all. I'm loose. I feel good. I'm sober.
0: (laughs) You're hunched over like a a monkey on an organ grinder.
2: Okay, Uh, what do we got? Ready? When does this list pick up? Here we go. Here we go. Number
3: seven.
0: There we go. Kenny there Logan go. Jones.
2: Footloose. How many times did you see that in the theater when it came out?
0: Uh, twice in the theater. I have it on DVD now. I've never seen the musical version, the, the stage version. Oh, yeah. And so when they, they're making it into a movie. The stage version is being made into a movie with Zac Efron playing the part of... From High School of, Musical. Uh, Excellent. And, Do they have uh,
2: a role for Ashley Tisdale? Miss Tisdale? I don't
0: know. Could she play... Uh, she could play Ariel. That'd be great.
2: Who would you rather? Laurie Singer from Footloose, or Apollonia from Purple Rain? Can I have Laurie Singer nah, from... No, one or the other. You know the rules. Oh, but Are I want... rigid rules, and who would you rather?
0: It has to be from that movie, because I love Laurie Singer in The Man with One Red Shoe. <laughs> have you not seen that?
2: You said it so earnestly. No, I'm All telling line, you. you. can have her. So you would pick Laurie, Laurie Singer, Singer from Man with One Red Shoe...
0: Over Apollonia. You're
2: insane. <laughs> You're making a mockery of the whole sport.
0: But uh, Lori the Singer lexuries. she would uh she would sanctify herself in the in the in sanctify, the
2: sanctify sanctify yourself
0: <laughs> in the Spears waters sa- of the Spears Lair. The shower. <laughs> the
2: Have you ever gray, seen the shower in the, the Spears Lair?
0: It's 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 similar like to Lake Minnetonka.
2: <laughs> Cold.
0: Very yeah. Fishes. There's a layer of muck on the bottom. I've never
2: peeked in the shower. Do you scrub it? You're pretty cleanly. Yeah. Do you clean your bathroom often?
0: Right before you come over, every time. <laughs> right after I leave. <laughs> right after you leave.
2: Oh. Oh, okay, God. where are? what movie are we on? Oh, Footloose. Footloose. Great soundtrack. I had the soundtrack. I saw the movie like five times. I really... Uh, I associated with the Chris Penn character. Uh, that was his last... That was great... back when Sarah uh, Jessica Parker was cute, too. And Bubba. What movie is... Now she looks like a potato peeler. Ugh. I don't That's like that nice Sex either. in the City. What? That's not nice. What
0: movie is Chris Penn Cooler in? Footloose or... All the right moves. The wildlife.
2: Oh, oh yes! Yeah, yeah. What I dropped on you? A game
3: today. Oh, oh, oh.
0: Nice. You ready for the next My one?
2: A game. Yeah, if I'm an asshole.
3: <laughs> yes. Number six. If you, I
0: Orchestral maneuvers in Zadok.
2: You know, I'm really. uh, Where is "Love Somebody" by Rick Springfield? Is that even on here?
0: Top twenty somewhere.
2: Oh, I have the top twenty. You know what? I'm looking at "To Live and Die in L.A." Awesome song. Yeah. You put it twenty.
0: You're lucky it was (laughs) twenty. You know why it's twenty? Chase Squires. Chase Squires said, "Either make it twenty, or he doesn't send me any more email updates."
2: God forbid.
0: I, I need that. It's like my Sunday-Monday uh, blog material every week. Yeah. Um, if you leave OMD, I love OMD. I have uh, three or four of their albums I got their best of. If they come around next year on the Regeneration Tour, I'm going to jump out of my skin.
2: Yeah. And, and are you going to try to do another Regeneration yeah, Tour? Yeah, you bet. Stuck in the 80s yeah. group?
0: I don't know if it'll be Vegas again, you know? But, God, some I want some fun city. You know, and, and I've gotten suggestions. People say New York, Chicago...
2: Oh, I bet your Chicago girlfriend will be really hard. Yeah.
0: That'd be great. That'd be great. Anyway, if you leave, big fan of OMD? Or do you consider them part of the Euro trash that you detest so much? Uh,
2: if it comes on the radio, I let it play. Now, I'm, here's a good question. I kinda do you think
0: together. OMD is the signature song from Pretty in Pink? Uh, or is it the title song by F- Psychedelic Furs?
2: No, it, don't you have some sort of role like it couldn't exist before the movie? No, it can
0: exist before the movie,
2: but it gets points off for that. Well, right?
0: I mean, you know, it, it doesn't help
2: I, if he leaves a song that plays at the end. The yeah. I mean, yeah, that's the signature song.
0: A lot of people said "Shell Shock" by New Order should have been the signature song. How's that go? I'm not
2: sing it. Stop being a p- <laughs>
0: Sing. I can't sing. You know Sing I can't it.
2: Sing. I'm shell shocked. The- I'm burning hot. Shell shocked. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know that. What
0: are you talking about? I don't about? know. I got nothing for you today. I I I'm, I'm truly your second banana today.
2: And that's and that's good cuz that's bananas. the only primos
0: that's come anywhere near you today. All are you right, ready for the next one? If you leave, I love it. Here we go. Number 5. That's three Kenny Loggins songs in the top ten.
2: But he was the ultimate movie master in the 80s. Yeah. Caddyshack,
0: 1980. I'm all right.
2: Where the hell is Meet Me Halfway?
0: It's on the list somewhere. Stop obsessing about Where's the America rest of the list. Where's America by Neil Diamond? I regret. I, number Where's eight. Only the Young? Shut up. <laughs> this is this Chuck is telling Bill to shut
2: up. A big... Ba- oh, nice, nice. You like shiver. that, huh? Yeah, I did. Corn dog. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, great, I'm All Right, we love it, Kenny Loggins, he explains it in the, um...
0: the podcast.
2: Hey, can we hear a little bit of Kenny Loggins explaining uh, I'm All Right and uh, the special background singer?
3: Sure. Well, for me it was the character of Danny, the character that was you know, trying to figure out where he fit in, but at the same time he wanted people to leave him alone and just let him fit, find his own way. And uh, so I, I wanted to kind of grab that character and and summarize him, and that's what I'm all right with doing. Building, it's the original temp music was a Dylan song in there, and so I got from that that they wanted a bit of a snarl to the, oh, to the yeah. character's theme.
2: Can I ask who sang backup on "I'm All Right"? Eddie Money had a line on it that. It is time. Eddie Money. You know yeah. what? You make the feel, me feel good, good that one, right? Yeah. I always hear you know whenever I hear on the radio or on CD, I'm always thinking yeah. that sounds just like Eddie Money.
3: That was before he had his hits. He was in the studio working on one of his early records when I when I recorded "I'm All Right," and. Um, Bruce Spotnik was working with me at the time, and Bruce said that guy's really good. You ought to bring him in. I, I met him, and he was like, Hey, man, how you doing? I said, Hey, would you do me a favor and sing a line on my song? He said, Sure. And he came in and did that line. Isn't that ironic? How That's things great. go. great. And
2: just that one line.
3: Just the one line. But it's such a key piece of the song, you know? Yeah. It's well, he's got such a great voice. It really pulls it forward.
2: God, that was a great interview.
0: I remember when that that was the first interview that we ever had. Where I afterwards we were giddy like school kids. Yeah, usually it's the helium.
2: (laughs) That was cool. Oh, okay. I have Caddyshack on vinyl. I will invite you over for a vinyl listening party in my man cave. (laughs) Your man cave. My man cave.
0: That sounds so so (laughs) wrong. It sounds so. Come on over
2: to my man cave. Oh god. Hey,
0: speaking of podcasts, yes. Do you see this next guy on the list? (laughs)
2: when's the rematch
0: here we go here we
2: go number four number four Love this. Have this on vinyl. Power of Love. I would have put that number one. And I would have taken it with a mash in your face like this. <laughs> Take it. Take the Power of Love.
0: Uh,
2: That's a is, good one, though. I love that song. Timeless. All Hebrew
0: Lewis stuff is timeless. Really. God, 1985. It doesn't have a sound 15. to it.
2: 15. I was smitten with both Chrissy Pragakis and Julie Rother. I was torn between good and evil, and I think I saw Back to the Future like five times, and this song is used perfectly.
0: Here's a question. It this, do you like this song better or Back in Time
2: better? Ah, no, no, no. Back in Time is, is fun. Next
0: but, question. Yes. Do you think that they should have even made sequels to, the back, to back to the Future? Should they just left it with I the first one? I think they should
2: have made good sequels <laughs> to the Back to the Future. No, I was fine At with that one. I don't watch one. the other two.
0: The second two are awful. Someone thir- said
2: three is actually pretty good.
0: It's okay because it wraps it all up.
2: I only watched one.
0: No, the one one is the only
2: one I enjoy. See, I wish they still built movies like that. It's so perfectly. Bu- I think I say the same thing about Halloween. Doesn't matter if I'm drunk or sober. It's perfectly built, Lonnie. Lonnie, uh, Back Come. to the Future is, is a perfect movie. It's just so much fun. It reminds me of Midnight Run, Back to the Future. These movies are just perfect entertainments. Flawless. Back when Bob Zemeckis could actually direct. Would you direct. really
0: say it's flawless?
2: Flawless, I say.
0: It's got, yeah, it's got good orchestration. It's got a so great sound. Funny. It's
2: exciting. The There's like four endings tacked on it, but it all works. Yeah. And you came out of that theater feeling like, my God, that was like, it was like Raiders of the Lost Ark.
0: Yeah, yeah. You
2: know what I'm saying? You got your money's worth. You're right. Had heart to it. I'm gonna start crying. Last You're great well movie up. by Leah Thompson. Yes. Didn't uh, she do something called Casual Sex? Have
0: you seen Casual no. Sex? It's not so. Who, good. Is, is
2: it Mary Gross? Is her sidekick or something? Uh, and it? she
0: ends up married to Andrew Dice Clay. And I asked him about that in the podcast, and he didn't really. He, was, he didn't want to talk about it. He didn't want to talk about anything. No, he was, was not a nice guy. I saw
2: him. I saw Dice Man do like a uh, a recent up the other night. It was brutal. He was an insult comic, but without. Punchlines. Yeah. And so we just called the guy in the front row a dick. And everyone's like, ha, 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 this, is, this is terrible. <laughs> and he's all like, he's like 450, fat and sweaty. And he's.
0: Uh, he still sells cute. out wherever he goes. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does.
2: Yeah, he goes to like Larry's laundromat. They can fit <laughs> no, like 15 people. No, no, there.
0: he's still doing really well. He's got a really uh, small but dedicated fan base, kind of like you.
2: Why are you so. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, okay, Casey Kasem. What's next? Casey? On your. Shitless. Can you tell
0: Sean to shut up? <laughs> here's
2: Was a that long distance. Charles dist- Bronson? Here's a long distance. Hey, great Charles Bronson impression, Steve.
0: <laughs> here's a, a long distance dedication. Now do Casey Kasem. Here's a long distance dedication. Shut the f up! Number <laughs> three, Survivor, Eye of the Tiger.
2: You had to be thinking about this for number one. I too.
0: was. I was. I was torn on this one. And um, it, it w- did not. I was not helped by the fact that just last week, we had a chance to talk to uh, Survivor guitarist Frankie Sullivan. We talked to co-writer. Co-writer of the song. It's one of the only original members left of the band. And uh, he talked to us for about a half an hour.
2: Good Pals with Sly.
0: Yeah. And he tells us... The story of how he came to write the song first Stallone and how they came up with the name. Let's let Frankie tell the story.
1: You know, you probably heard a lot of versions, and they're and they're all bullshit. You can edit that however you want, but they're all full BS. It's you know, uh, Sylvester was friends socially with um, the president of our record company, and he was looking for something new. And that spot where our eye of the tiger is, they had another one, Bites the Duck, by uh, by Queen, one of my favorite bands. And Sly was like, I want something new. I don't know. I want something more with it. I, don't know. I want something new. So the president on our label said, well, you know, this band, they had that semi-hit. Actually, it was a hit record called Four Man's Son. You loved it. He goes, yeah, yeah, call those guys up. And he said, call oh. them. So, um, Stallone called. He called me, you know, because I'm stuck with being the leader. So, and let me tell you, you got to take a lot of lumps when you're the leader of a rock and roll band. But anyhow, he called, and I was out, and I came home. Back in the old days, when we had an actual answering machines, remember those? And I was playing it back, and there was a message. Right. And Sylvester called, and we gave him a call. He left his number. So I called right away, and he answered the phone. And, how you doing, you know? How you doing, you know? Hi, Sly. How are you? Everybody in the world knows you, but nice to see you the call. And I talked to the guys at the record company. told me kind of that you wanted us to do a tune, and what are you looking for? So we had a little bit of a chat about it. I want something with a pulse. He says, I want something that kicks ass. I want something that, that I can do that that whole opening montage to me in Rocky 3 some of the best work that he's ever done. I just, you know, and he goes, it's the Muppet Show. And then he's doing the American Express commercial and all that. And I had a Tiger's playing. I loved it. And uh, we sent him the, he sent me, I said, well, I got to see it. So he sent me the movie. So I thought, and I'm watching it and I said, wow, this is a really good movie. All of a sudden it stops 10 minutes in. I'm like, what the hell's wrong with my machine? I try it again, it stops. I look at it and I go, they sent me 10 minutes. So I call them up, I said, by then I was like, me and you know. I don't, I'm pretty blunt. I said, Sly, I got the first 10 minutes of the movie. And he says, well, you know, they got to worry about, like, pirating. I said, pirating? What? I'm not going to make a bunch of copies of your movie and send it around. I said, I got to see the whole flick. We have to see the whole flick. Me and uh, Jim Peter, the co-writer, said, we got to see the whole thing, or how are we going to get the vibe for what you're looking for? So the next day, he messengered me the whole flick, and Mark the drummer came over, and we watched it three times, and I said, this is a fun... I thought, I really loved that movie. I just thought it was really great. And the character by Mr. T and all that, I said, boy, Sly, when he does things right, he really does things right. So... I got together with Jim, you know, Jimmy Beard, my writing partner for 22, 20, whatever, 20-plus 20 years. That's a long time, you know. And a lot of hit records, we got together, and we knew he wanted a pulse. And, you know, we just sat down, and the key of C is pretty good. So we, we started going, bump, 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 on the piano. Okay, so we got the pulse part down, bump, bump then so, you know, We came up with the chord changes, which are pretty simple if you listen in the background, okay. And then it needed some movement, so you know we knew we had to come up with something. So he said, "Why don't we do it with guitar? Everybody's using percussion." So we started doing the you know all that stuff, which which later turned into the intro. But we wrote the music. I swear to you, man, this is in about ten minutes. Not that we're geniuses. John Lennon was a genius. He's my idol. But we wrote the music about 10 minutes, and then the next day we both got together and we always carried what we called our hook books around, which were sp- basically spirals that we'd write all our lyrics or lyric ideas, song titles, whatever came to mind. And uh, we had our lyrics, and we kind of sat down together and put our... Lyrics together and our thoughts and ideas and uh, had everything but the hook, no title. I said, "This is great." The guy's waiting. The movie's ready to come out. We're gonna kill song. He's calling me on it, and we got no title. So Jim and I went and worked out at the health club. Sitting around afterwards, and we're going, "Hmm, what is this thing? What can it be?" And we and we even had, and he's watching us all with the eye. We were so stupid at that moment, it never dawned on us. Put the flick on, heard the line Eye of the Tiger again. I go, there it is. As it goes real simple, it's watching us all to the eye of the tiger. So that's where that hook came from. Excellent.
2: Yes. Can you believe that? And the amazing thing is that is five minutes from a fifty five minute answer. Oh, Frank. I love
0: that whole that whole interview with him. It's I great. love Frank.
2: too. We he had no idea we were on the other line. <laughs> No, he tried was, to talk to him. No, I love Frankie. He's smart. He had a great story.
0: Yeah, it's it's it's, um, it's unbelievable. And of course, they went ahead. They went ahead and uh, recorded a song for the second for the Rocky Four, Burning Heart, which I don't think made the list of the top eighty. I had that on tape, um, metal tape, because a lot of people confuse it with Hearts on Fire, which was actually John Caffrey. Hearts
3: the on fire. Yep.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, living in America would have living been. A- in a- I kind of, I kind of regret it. I left that one off the list. I wish I'd put that on there.
2: It's not, it didn't make the top eighty. No. Whoa!
0: I didn't. You know, of all the time that we did all the research for this thing, Where's the Goonies. Where's the Goonies song? It's in the top. It's in the last twenty. Anyway. And of
2: all the research, go. On, I'm sorry. Go
0: of all the research, nobody suggested living in America, so it just kind of slid under the radar. Sorry.
2: No love for James Brown.
0: Ah, by the sound of the tone, it must be time for Reader Mailbag. God, I miss this segment.
2: I do, too. I miss you, too. I haven't really seen you a lot lately. You look good. You're losing a lot of weight. I'm a, the same weight I was. No, you're not. Don't even lie to me. You've lost about 40 pounds. You look awesome. You no, look really, no. really good. No, not if true. I come here for a second.
0: Shh, it's okay. Is this Shh. all about your man cave again? Just
2: <laughs> just crawl into my man cave. Jeez. <laughs> it's warm in here. Okay, Sean, take it, it away. I like apologize. Uh, I
0: understand you actually know this person.
2: Yes, uh, today's letter, it's a very tender, touching letter, is from my friend and neighbor, Aaron. And it's really funny with Erin because Erin and I have the neighborhood relationship, but she's also a huge fan of both of our blogs and of Stuck in the 80s podcast. But we never really talk about that. Like, she almost pretends that's, like, a different Sean, because she sent this letter to you. And then when I said, hey, I hear you send us a letter, she was like, you know, it was, it's very weird very weird. But I, I adore Erin. She's one of my favorite people. Very, very sweet. And this is what Erin has to say. Dear Steve and Sean. I don't even get first billing. Dear Steve and Sean, I want to send a note to say thanks for the great job you do with your podcasts. Last Thursday evening, I had to fly from St. Pete to Columbus, Ohio to be with my family. My dad was having open heart surgery at 6 in the morning on Friday and I just couldn't bear the idea of not being there. So I got the flights and was ready to go. I couldn't get the direct flight on Thursday night, so I had to go through Nashville. Anyway, my flight left on Thursday at 6.20 p.m. and was a little over an hour long. After being on the plane for a while, I noticed that we were turning. The attendant came on and said they were discontinuing their drink service because we needed to turn around and go back to Tampa. No worries, as if they'd really tell us if we needed to worry. A few minutes later, the captain came on and explained that our plane had a drop in oil pressure, and we needed to head back. It would take about a half an hour. That was one long half hour, and I was a mess. I kept trying to focus on the Vanity Fair article I was reading, but couldn't. Then I tried to do some crosswords, but couldn't do them either. So I tried my iPod, and I just wasn't in the mood for music, and then there it was, stuck in the 80s. Guys, listening to you and all of your stories and corniness took my mind off the troubled flight and the fact that I might have to miss my dad's surgery. I didn't feel quite so scared or alone. I even laughed out loud a few times, which got me a raised eyebrow from the man sitting next to me. As it turned out, we did make it back to Tampa. The airline, Southwest, if you care to share, rocked at getting us down and sorted into other flights. I listened to your recent shows, Las Vegas, and Worst Songs of the 80s, the entire flight, and actually ended up in Columbus about two hours later than originally planned. My dad did great and is already back home. Thanks, you two. Keep up the fun work. Sincerely, Aaron. Oh, that's great. Very nice. Are you, are you crying in there? I, I, I was a little moved by that. It's nice when we hear from people that we help yeah. them get through tough times or whatever, right? I know. You're a big softy. Don't pretend like you're all tough now. You were moved, too, weren't you? Yeah, I love it. That's why I chose... Karen's great. you yeah. got to meet her. She's very nice.
0: Will she send us a photo, if I ask? <sighs>
2: What's happening, hot stuff?
0: Ah, by the sound of the gong, it must be time for mystery movie moment. I miss these too. I miss everything about being here.
2: Ah, oh, that's nice. The smell
0: of the microphone, the gin in my glass. <laughs> <laughs> Good times. Anyway, pay attention. Here was last week's mystery clip.
3: Touch the lobster. Sucks.
0: The famous lobster scene from Flashdance. Everybody got that one right, including Marty Yu, Donna Kay from California, Brandon Shoup, Craig Goose-Gossage, Dominic Casario, Alan Lindsay, Marissa from Kankakee, Illinois, John Hayes, and the man known only as Rowan, who finally explains his name in an email to me this week. Hayes, Beersy, and Sean. The name actually comes from my days playing Dungeons & Dragons. It was one of my favorite characters' names, and I just kept the first name and ended up using it as my screen name. Sorry if you were expecting something a bit more dramatic. If you want, you can make up something more extravagant for the show. Well, we didn't. By the way, you guys were talking about Breakfast Club the other day, and I found out a very interesting bit of trivia. Did you know that the original draft was two and a half hours long? Yeah, actually I did. A lot of the scenes that were cut involved a dream sequence involving Andrew as a Viking, Bender as a prisoner, Claire as a bride, Brian as an astronaut, and Allison as a vampire. Thanks for the love, the man known only as Rowan.
2: D&D. Did you play D&D? I
0: tried to. I, I just couldn't get into
2: it. Did not play it once. And I wasn't a cool dude at all. I'm not saying I wasn't a nerd, but I never got into D and D. No,
0: I couldn't. The whole like you know twenty sided dice and stuff. I mean, I thought those were cool looking, but I was just like, that's all we do. No, no. I got a, I got a pretty vivid imagination. I like to use it on occasion, but not when playing with little figurines. Pay attention. Here's this week's mystery clip.
2: Oh God, this makes me happy.
0: Sean Daly. No
2: idea, my friend.
0: Damn straight, you don't. If you know it, email us at stuckin80s at dot com. And then tune in next week to find out if you're a wiener. Ah, the mystical refrain known as Name That 80s Tune. Hey, it's the weekly segment where we play a piece of a song from the 80s. And if you can name it, you know, we got a load of Funyuns and Munchos. You yell at
2: me. You better send them out soon because I come you, over and I eat a got, bag a day and come, you you're like, to, cut it out.
0: You need to sign them. They're so delicious, though. Sign them. I
2: get hungry.
0: Come over, sign them, and I'll mail them. If everyone wants to know where they're at, they're You don't
2: even eat snack foods anymore, do you? You don't eat snacks. You don't eat chocolate.
0: I have, like, carrot sticks and uh, sometimes cucumber slices. Holy crap. You know what they say about cucumbers, what they do for you. Really? Yeah.
2: (laughs) They give you gas?
0: That's exactly what I was talking about. Pay attention. Here was last week's tune. Ah, the Jesus and Mary chain with never understand. Never understand,
3: me. You never
0: understand me only one winner this week. That's Doctor Dim from Saint Paul, Minnesota. Doctor
2: Dim, that's a new one, right? Huh? No, he
0: actually got it last time. Dr. Dim? That's two in a row. Two in a row. He gets the obscure stuff. Doctor Dim's name. Only one. I can't believe only one person got that. Is it that obscure? Pay attention. Here's this week's obscure piece of Eurotrash. Come on, Daly.
2: I have no clue, my friend. You
0: don't really like music much, do you?
2: <laughs> Not really. I can't imagine having to be a pop music critic. Ah, te- oh, the headache.
0: I hate to tear you away from your Tony Bennett concert review. and uh,
2: People like that, you know.
0: Oh, it was very cute. Dill
2: hole. You know touching. what? You try writing like that. I can't.
0: I don't have to. I just write about what I want to write about. I love my job.
2: Did you just throw something
0: at me? Look, I did. You son of a bitch. You just threw a glass of water. It's all over the studio. Shut up. God. Someone's going to have to clean that. Ain't going to be me.
2: That does look pretty bad,
3: doesn't it?
0: <laughs> if you know the answer, email us at stuckinies at com and then come and clean off the window because Sean's a real butthole today. Hi, this is Elvis expert Corey Cooper from Reno, Nevada. I just wanted to say thank you to Stuck in the 80s and to Steve Spears. Great show, great times, great memories, and thank you for all that you do. Keep up the good work. Hey, thanks, Corey. Love it. Fan greetings rock.
2: Love the king. You and I should go to Graceland.
0: You know, I actually have a friend in Memphis. Really? God, that's a great town. Oh, my God.
2: I want to take the FF there, but I don't want to take kids to Memphis. It is just a... Oh, it's a dirty simple, hole. Di- oh, it's a great city, but... Best food. You always feel like you're about to get stabbed yeah. or picked, but God, the best food, the best part. You and I will go to Ernest you know and Hazel's. Yeah commune with the ghosts of prostitutes and old blues men and yeah. we'll stay until four in the morning oh I can't wait to see your Memphis girl. you know what she's I'm gonna, gonna be really hot
0: I'm gonna have to give up the whole veggie thing if we go to Memphis cause there isn't oh like, hell yeah there's, there are, you know what the idea of uh, vegetarian food is there like a biscuit
2: <laughs> no it's like collards with like eight pounds of pork in them yeah god oh, you no vegetarianism. I
0: love that city. I, I, do. That I city. love that I love that town it's a fun town to party I've been there twice on with the list
3: number two
2: In your eyes, Peter Gabriel from 1989, Say Anything. You fancy yourself a Lloyd Dobler, don't you, Spears? Oh, I wish. Oh, I w- be no, honest. Your no. whole shtick, which we know is a, a facade that everyone buys into, is that you're a sensitive guy with some some hip sayings, you know? You know what bothers you're me? Alt.
0: You, more than anybody, know that you put on an act all the time.
2: <laughs> what you see is what you get, no,
0: baby! no, no. You, I don't know how many times you come. Up, no, I don't know how many times you come over to me and you say, "You know what? I think she was expecting the whole Sean act." <laughs> what and I is just, this crap? And, I, and I don't feel like doing that today. You know, personally, I've never. He <laughs> threw the cup
2: at me again.
0: <laughs> that is bullshit.
2: I've never said you that. you say that
0: all the time. Oh, that she was expecting Somet- all, this-
2: all right, you know what? Sometimes when I go out and I'm tired and everybody wants the whole like. I don't feel like doing it. Sometimes I feel like just chilling out.
0: So what you're saying is you don't feel like doing the act.
2: No, no, no. It's just like, I mean, this is part of me right here. This is real. But sometimes I'm tired. But they want boom, boom, boom all the time. It's It, it has nothing to do with an act. It's different energy levels. Oh, I just want to kick your face <laughs> and mash this in your face.
0: Okay, so here's the question now. Oh. <laughs> uh. So why am I Lloyd Dobler? Stop it. Stop it. Focus. Why am I Lloyd Dobler?
2: You're not. You're not even close to Lloyd Dobler. You know who I am? I'm the Eric that's S- what
0: you love. You know who you are in that movie? You're the Eric Stoltz character. The, the old the guy, guy. The, the chicken, who, guy? Yeah, who, oh, who should, chicken guy? Yeah. The chicken guy? Yeah, you shouldn't even be at that party. Oh. I'm the guy. Actually, you know who you are? You're the guy who throws up in the toilet and I spend half the night trying to drive you home.
2: Oh, actually, I am like that guy. Uh, Who am I? Let's break up. Let's break up, but we'll record it on air. Let's have a big breakup. And then the next show we'll have makeup sex. (laughs) (laughs) Again? (laughs) Oh, God.
0: Okay, without further ado, let's roll it out. Here's number one. Number one. Did anybody not see this one coming? Come on. Be honest. Did anybody not see this one coming? Simple Minds. They didn't even write the song. They didn't want to record the song. They recorded the song, and now it's their signature
2: hit. One of the high-ranking officials here at the St. Pete Times, who never talks to you at all. <laughs> really? You're like a ghost in this place. But he came up to you and complimented you on this, right? Yeah. Even the entire paper got behind. Don't you forget about me?
0: Yeah, I love it when they all gathered outside the, my office window and sang it to me from the street. That was they nice. held out. They held out the banner.
2: Where was Xanadu on this list? It was up there. Where's Against All Odds? Somewhere. Good Lord, man! It was a great list. It was pretty good. It was fine. Uh, some of your kind of John Hughesy things snuck in there. I don't know about that. You know what? Where's The Boys who Are Back in Town? It's on there. Uh, don't you forget about me. Breakfast Club, but you and I aren't crazy about the Breakfast Club. We not like it, not as a it, movie. But...
0: Not as a movie. You know what I mean? I think people, I you know, I think people, you know, uh, remember it better than it actually was. I mean, I have it. I haven't watched it since. Damn, I, don't, I think of all John Hughes movies, I don't think I've seen one movie less than I've seen Breakfast Club. You know really? what
2: I mean? At the time, it really anno- annoyed me. Like I kind of like my parents. I'm a sort of John annoyed Mary by Daly. Now. Yeah, was,
0: they were cool. Isn't your mom in town today? She
2: is. The diplomat. She's oh, here. God. I picked her up at the airport and like two minutes later, she's like, I see a little belly spilling over that belt. Like, what are you
0: did doing? Not.
2: Yeah, she grabbed my belly. <laughs> I'm like, oh, what are you doing, man.
0: woman? That's get out. Good. That's so uncool. The diplomat. I hate I hate when moms get involved in wait. Where's matters.
2: somebody's baby on this you list? Stop it. They're all there. Where's absolute beginners? You know
0: what you got to do? You want to see the full you list, my, my friend? You know what my number
2: one is? I, the tiger Baby. I, of the Tigers, Suck my ass. number one movie song of 1980s
0: you and Frankie, you want to just get a room together show <laughs> me a man cave i
2: love that guy welcome to my man cave. yes
0: yes hey if you want to see the full list it's still online all you have to do is go to my blog blogs.tv.com slash 80s it's all there each one of them has a link to the video
2: where's i can dream about it's you where's there. sweet freedom it's there
0: stop it in the meantime there's good times
2: Mary, Mary, you're
0: on my (laughs) (laughs) mind. In the meantime, while I sit here and clean up the window and hook Sean to an IV, we remain here hopelessly stuck in the 80s.
2: Stuck in the 80s is produced by the St. Petersburg Times and TampaBay.com. Special thanks to Check Battery Daily for providing music for the credits. Read the blog at blogs.tampabay.com and remember to subscribe to the podcast at iTunes. La, 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 la.